Blog Talk Radio. Hey, everybody. It must be Saturday night again around here, and time for yet another night with Daddy G. This is Gary Moore, along with Starzan and Curly and George and Groucho and whoever else I may be able to pull out of my sleeve or elsewhere. E-cocktails are ready. The chocolate fountain is ready. The only things missing have been you, so come on in and get ready for yet another night with Daddy G. Yeah. Well, who's on first? Yeah. Well, go ahead and tell me. Who? The guy on first. Who? The guy on first, miss. Who? The guy on first. Who is on first? What are you asking me for? I'm asking you. This is a gala day for you. Well, a gala day is enough for me. I don't think I can handle it anymore. change things up a little bit you know a little bit in a little bit uh, as the show progresses i'm going to play uh, an old radio show featuring george burns and gracie allen from 1940 uh, from october actually of 1940 pre-world war ii uh radio featuring Artie shaw as the music yeah, it'll be it'll be pretty good, but it, but uh, you know, gotta wait till everybody else get gets here first. So in the meantime, you know, we're gonna play a little music and let everybody just settle in, take your clothes off, throw them in the corner. It's clothing optional here in the grotto. That's why stars and wears a tux. Welcome everybody. Have a hot, hand smooth hand rolled soul. 
Pink Warrior 218, who uh, just went through the earthquake up there in Anchorage, Alaska. Uh, thank God she's okay. And thank God she's got internet again. That's pretty cool. Uh, I guess no hot water and stuff. Things are, well, uh, don't worry. You Alaska gals are tough. Your dogs might be neurotic, but any, <laughs> anyway, uh, you got this. Hang on, sis. I'm glad. Thank God. And, and everybody in Anchorage and all the surrounding area, uh, our prayers continue out to, to you. You guys will get things fixed in no time. This one's for you, Deb. Camila Cabello, Havana.
Camila Cabello. Yeah, nice Irish girl there. <laughs> Havana. Got another nice Irish girl there singing another Hispanic song. This girl is Lonnie Paul, who is also Mrs. Herbert. Back, way back. Sergio Mendes, Brazil 66. There you go. one. One more Hispanic, then we'll go back.
I had a pair of pants like that once. No room. Jumping buffaloes, hail and farewell. Step up. Plant your feet firmly. Hello, boys. <laughs>
of a musical break. <laughs> and then we'll get to Burns and Allen and Artie Shaw doing the music, sponsored by Spam. Recorded in October of 1940. But first, a Jen Wingmore bifecta. Why not? <laughs>
You're listening to Daddy G Radio in the Grotto. is your house. And looky, here's an answer to the question, how do you cook an egg? With Spam. Just open a can of Spam, slice and fry quickly in a hot pan, and serve with eggs sunny side up. Those juicy, golden brown, sizzling hot slices of fried Spam make an egg taste better than ever. Try Spam and eggs for breakfast. Then try the other recipes on the label and discover that cold or hot, Spam hits the spot. of our Spam family, George and Gracie. Thank you. Thank you very much. Oh, by the way, George, I saw you and Gracie at the El Capitan Theater last week in Charlotte's Review, and you're really swell. Thanks, bud. And Gracie, wasn't Jack Benny a wonderful master of ceremonies? Yes. He certainly smiled looking on the stage. Well, of course, gray hair makes a man look distinguished. Yes. Of course, he's a little more distinguished looking in the back, though, than he is in the front, isn't he? <laughs> yeah, she's kind of losing it a little bit. Yes. Well, anyway, Gracie, I was on the stage with you. How did I look? When do you mean? When I was telling all those jokes. Oh. Well, you must have looked all right. Nobody laughed at you. <laughs> Of course, I may not be as handsome as Jack Benny. I say I may not be as handsome as Jack Benny. Well, George, who's arguing with you? That's what I get for letting that makeup man put on my lips with a hairbrush. 
But, George, I thought your makeup looked swell. And the show was great, but I was disappointed in one little thing. What was that, Bud? Well, I can't understand how you could come out on the stage time and time again and not once mention spam. But, Bud, it was impossible. You see, I wasn't on the radio. I was on the stage. Well, I could understand you're not mentioning something like Chlorfmeyer's acidophilus milk, but spam is just a small word. Look, spam. See, did that take long? Well, I'm sorry, Bud, but I, I, I just couldn't mention it. Well, you should have. Well, anyway, Gracie... What's more, your makeup looked atrocious. <laughs> now he's mad. How do you like that, Bud? And, and just a moment ago, he complimented me. I don't believe his compliments about your makeup. Underneath that, there's something very peculiar. <laughs> Look, Gracie, I just assume you were on Bud's side. Well, George, I think you like this. I heard one of the chorus girls backstage say that you look... Just like that great movie act, you really? know. One of the court you know, what's his name now? You know the fellow who runs after all the women. Oh, uh, oh, March. That's it, March. Frederick March? No, Harpo. <laughs> Harpo March. One of the March brothers. Yes. Gracie, how can you figure out so many wrong answers to so many right questions? I stay up late. You know, someday I'll figure out something that you won't have a silly answer to. Then what do you do? What do we both do? <laughs> oh, by the way, Gracie, I saw George in the theater yesterday, but he didn't see me. Yeah, I know. He told me. <laughs> well, I did not. And by the way, Artie, how did you like me? Oh, you were swell, Pussy. Especially with those Dolores Del Rio lips. Well, never mind how I look. How did I sound? How did you sound? George, I'd like to say right here and now that you gave the finest performance I ever saw. Really, Artie? Yep, I'd like to say it, but I can't. <laughs> well, from you, that's practically a compliment. I'll leave it to Gracie. Gracie, who is the nicest among the men? Me. I meant among the men. Well, that's where I was. <laughs> Gracie, how is it that other people can have a simple conversation without making it that simple? You could have at least mentioned it during the intermission. Mention what? Spam. Well, we're back to that again, are we? All I did was go on the stage one week and look at what's happened. Yo también fui ahí a la función al Capitán Teatro. Estaba muy bonito. Me gustó mucho como actuaste tú allá en el... Muy bonito. What is it, Senor Lee? Uh, Senor Burns, I saw you on the stage and you were very witty. You made some very flop remarks. <laughs> it isn't flop. It's flip. Uh, flop. Flip. Flop. Flip. What are we, acrobat? <laughs> Oh, quiet. Well, Artie, what are you going to play tonight? Stardust. You know, Artie, I love to listen to you play. I think you're the greatest clarinet player in the world. Oh, I'd give anything if I could play that instrument. Is it hard? No, nothing to it, Gracie. Here, I'll show you. You pucker up your lips like this. Yeah. The upper lip and the lower lip. Yeah. Then you bring both lips together until your mouth is puckered like this. See? Oh. <laughs> Oh, that, that's wonderful, Artie. But why waste it on a clarinet? Well, Artie, what do you think of my voice? Bum, 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 bum. Jealous, that's all. Just a bad voice myself. George, you know that beautiful white dress I wore on the stage last week? At the El Capitan? Yes. Well, I got some brown makeup on the collar and it worried me so. Well, I wouldn't worry about it. It's bound to come off. Was it Max Factor? No, Charles Boyer. <laughs> How did Charles Boyer's makeup happen to get on your color? 
Well, Herbert Marshall was busy. <laughs> See what you mean. Well, all you had to do was send the dress to the cleaners. Oh, not me. I'm too smart for that. Mm. I-, I went out and bought 10 cents worth of gasoline to clean my dress, and wait till you see it. It's beautiful. The dress or the gasoline? The car I bought. It's long. You, uh, you, you bought a car? Well, I had to have something to take the gasoline home in. <laughs> so, uh, you bought a new car? You could have taken it home in an old can, you know. Yeah, but I didn't know where you had it parked. <laughs> well, my car doesn't happen to be an old can. I want you to know it's streamlined. It has chrome wheels, chrome radiator, chrome bumpers. That's right, George. I saw it, and it's plenty chromey. <laughs> well, I like it. At least you could have mentioned it during Jack Benny's violin solo. Enough of that. No matter what I say or do, I get into hot water. Oh, I was in hot water last night. What happened? Nothing. I was just taking a bath. <laughs> well, congratulations, and let's talk about something else. All right, let's talk about my dress. You know that beautiful white dress? Gracie, I got to make up... you've already told me about that dress, and let's forget the dress. I never liked that dress anyway. Skippy likes it. Skippy? Who's Skippy? Oh, he's the man who's been driving me home from the theater. I met him at the Coconut Grove next week. <laughs> Next week? Oh, pardon me, I'm ahead of my story. Oh. You mean last week? Yes. Well, how did you meet him? Well, I was at the Coconut Grove, and he was sitting at a table all by himself, and I walked by and dropped my handkerchief, and he heard it fall and said, how do you? Well, and I said, how do you? Just a second. How can anybody hear a handkerchief fall? I had it wrapped around the glass. <laughs> well, uh... Didn't that break the glass? No, but it broke the ice, if you know what I mean. I think I know what you mean. Yes. Well, anyway, the music started to play, and he said, Do you like Lakanga? And I said, Well, anything you're eating is good enough for me. <laughs> so he ordered some Lakanga, and now, we sat and That sounds like a very smart kid ordering a dish of Lakanga. Huh? Well, what's wrong with that? There's an R in this month. <laughs> well, I forgot about that. Oh! That reminds me, George. I- I've got to call Skippy on the phone and tell him I'll be a little late picking him up. You see, I'm having a few minor changes made on my new car. Oh, you're making a few changes? Yes. I put the headlights in the rumble seat, and then I put the radiator where the taillight was, smart, yes. and I-, I put the motor where the gas tank used to be, and the steering wheel is right over the license plate, Gracie, and then I'm... Gracie, Gracie, look. What did you do all those things for? Well, in case some crazy dope asks me if I got a car like that, I got one. <laughs> well, for a minute, I didn't think you had a reason. Well, Judge, I'll see you later. I've got to go out and call Skippy. Hmm. Oh, see, what's his number? Oh, oh yes. Gladstone 1131. Windshield wiper on the inside. George, yes. George, maybe she's overworked. Maybe she's suffering from a pancreatic ganglia of the hypocattle of the cerebellum. Uh, Artie. Can I try that over again? (laughs) Artie, what does that mean? Well, what am I, a quiz kid? Artie, this is, this is nothing to kid about. I'm worried about Gracie. I wonder what could have happened to her. Uh, perdóname un momento. Señor Burns, in Hollywood, anything can happen. I once walked down Hollywood Boulevard, and something bit me, and for five days, I was in a coma. 
It's not comma, it's coma. A comma is a little thing with a tail. That's what beat me. <laughs> Well, it's too bad you recovered. You still can't figure this thing out. I can. It's very simple, George. Really, bud? Sure, you could have mentioned it during the overture. All right, so I didn't mention Span. Here's a whip. Beat me, beat me. Daddy, eight to the bar. Oh, quiet. Look, I've got to do something to help Gracie. Well, Skippy wasn't in, but I told the operator to keep trying and call me back here. Well, look, Gracie, just take it easy. There's nothing to worry about. Nothing to worry about? There's plenty to worry about. That Skippy is kind of crazy. He does crazy things. He does crazy yeah. things? What kind of a fella is the Skippy? Well, he's a short, thin fellow, and he weighs 250 pounds. If he's short and thin, how can he weigh 250 pounds? I told you he was crazy. <laughs> Look, Artie, we've just got to do something. Oh, that must be Skippy. Hello? Sorry, Gladstone 1131 is still busy. Well, keep trying it, please. Well, now, don't worry, Gracie. Everything will be all right. Oh, just relax. Oh, I just hope so, because Skippy is so much fun. The other day we went down to the beach and we threw pebbles in the water and gathered seashells in his toupee. <laughs> gathered seashells in his toupee? Yeah. But Skippy must have a great head. Sure, that's where he shines. <laughs> Oh, well, well, let's forget Skippy. Oh, oh, I must tell you this. I forgot everything. He's really a card. While we were down at the beach, he buried his head in the sand, and I laughed and laughed and laughed for hours. He buried his head in the sand? Yes. Well, what's so funny about that? Well, two hours later, when I left him, he was still looking for it. the smoothies, Bab, Charlie, and Little will sing Rhythm on the River. Sing it. When you hear a real hip cat, take a chorus in B flat. It's the rhythm on the river. You know what that means. He comes from New Orleans. When you hear a drummer ride and a rip shot breaks a high. It's the rhythm on the river. Can't mistake that beat. He comes from Basin Street. How do you like? You can go back. Play this a waltz or a Dixie and Shag. I'll take the words out of your mouth. Play the same as the sound in New York or any town. When a band swings out or down, it's the rhythm on the river, not the Hudson bus. Just Mississippi mud. When those Dallas kids take off the skits, it's killer. Oh, oh, they're rock and roll, rhythms in their soul. From Gay Broadway to Mexico. Feel the beat of the rhythm of the rhythm of the river. When the cats give out, it makes you quiver. Hep, hep, the dealer, let's give with the rhythm. Hep, hep, the song, let's ride along with them. Say their shade, it's all you in the groove. I dig you, Jack, and I'm ready, too. When you hear the drummer start to rise. And the rim shot breaks the high. It's the rhythm on the river. Can't mistake that beat. Because of Basin Street. How do you like Bugle Call Rag? How do you like Dixie Mansion? Play the swamp. No mean drag. Play the same as the south. In New York or any town. The band swings down low down. It's the rhythm on the river. Not the Hudson bus. It's Mississippi mud. It's Mississippi mud. Hear that shuffle, hear that 
after me, Skippy. Well, I'll be glad to, Gracie, but some other time. Well, Just you should have been at the beach with us yesterday. We swam all afternoon and we only moved four feet. You only moved four feet? That's all the feet we had. <laughs> well, I don't know. I've been with you for years, but this is the first time you've really got me worried. Uh, Mr. Birds, I know I'm only the sound man, but I think I may be able to help you solve Miss Allen's problem with a scientific test. For years at Harvard, I studied psychiatry under that famous mind specialist, Professor Alvin W. Thorndike. Thorndike? A B B S M A P H D. Well, that's not a funny way to spell Thorndike. Gracie, he's using pig Latin. Oh. Look, sound man, try your test on Bud and show Gracie what you mean. Don't talk to me. I'm mad at you. Now, please, Bud. Well, Mr. Heaston, I'd like to give you a simple test. This is called the Free Association of Ideas. Now, when I say cold, what do you unconsciously think of? Uh, hot. That's right. Now, what made you think of that? Spam. Spam? Yes, because cold or hot, it hits the spot. See, George, how easy it is to get in? <laughs> but, but it fits here. Besides, you've had more experience than I have. This is your 269th broadcast for Spam. 269th broadcast for Spam? That's right. So that's why you feel so chipper, Bud. Sure, Gracie. You see, when I started, very few people knew about Spam. Hormel had found a new combination of meats, a more delicious way to season it, and a handier package to put it in. Spam was something new and different. Nobody else had ever even tried to make anything like Spam. And now there are more than 60 imitations of it. Oh, so that's what makes you feel good. You like imitations. Oh, no, Gracie, it, it hurts me when I see an imitation. When you have more than 60 imitations, you know there must be all sorts of products and all sorts of prices among them. I'm afraid somebody will be fooled. Oh, I get it. You feel good tonight because you like to see people get fooled. <laughs> oh, Gracie, I feel good tonight because apparently people aren't letting themselves be fooled. I just found out today that in the last six months, the Housewives of America bought more Spam than they did all the other 60 brands combined. And that proved women aren't being fooled by low prices, special premiums, or by packages that look a good deal like Spam, or by names that seem like Spam. I feel good tonight, Gracie, because now I know women can really tell the difference. Oh, and you feel good, too, because we're going to let you tell us. What is the difference? Well, Gracie, when Spam first came out, people hadn't learned whether it was beef or pork or cheese or fish, so we labeled it all pork product. When someone else came out with some other product and called it all pork, too, we began to realize that all pork takes in a lot of territory and that we could make a lot cheaper product if we used just any kind of pork. Spam, Gracie, is a combination of pork shoulder meat and ham meat. Nothing else but those two. We use pork shoulder to make Spam a sweet and juicy meat. Then we put in the ham it takes to give it extra flavor and goodness that wouldn't be there without it. That is different than being just all pork. Spam shows on the label this sentence, pork shoulder meat with ham meat added. Look for it. Whenever the occasion calls for a delicious meat at your house, ask your food dealer for Spam. S-P-A-M. Slice it, dice it, fry it, bake it, cold or hot, Spam hits the spot. Gracie, will you come here a minute? Look, this is what the sound man means. If he says black, you say white. If he says Edison, you say electricity. Mm -hmm. Now we'll start again. Go ahead, sound man. <clears throat> Power. Tyrone. <laughs> no, no, Gracie, that's wrong again. Miss Allen, I'm merely trying to find out your mental capacity. Well, it isn't very much. I only drink to be sociable. <laughs> 
In order to reach a solution for your present dilemma, we must first go back to your childhood. Oh, that'll be fun. I haven't been back there for years. <laughs> Look, Gracie, what he means is, did anything strange happen to you when you were very young? Yes. What? I was born. I know you were born. Mm, now, let's see. When was I born? It was, uh, it was Tuesday. No, it was Thursday. No, no maybe it was Wednesday. It couldn't be Friday. No, no, I'm never home on Friday. So, man, are you sure those questions are right? You'd never know from the answers. Mm. Well, this is all beyond me. I wonder what could have happened to her. Uh, Senor Burns, maybe when she was a baby, she climbed on top of the house and fell off the reef. It isn't reef, it's roof. Reef. Roof. Reef. Roof. 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 Look, an Airedale. Go ahead, Mr. Salman. Continue with your test. Mr. Burns, it's hopeless for me to try and continue this test alone. Perhaps Professor Thorndyke can give me some advice as to a different method of questioning. I shall go out and phone him. Well, this has really got me upset. Chrissy, how can you be so rattle-brained? Well, I don't know. I guess I'm just smart. Look, this is really beginning to get me. I've been with you for years. Every year you get sillier and sillier. Why I stick by you, I can't understand. And what do I get out of it? A fortune. I do not. Besides, Gracie gets half of all the money we make. Don't you, Gracie? Twenty-five dollars every week. Well, I'm saving the rest for a rainy day. Oh, so that's why you came to California. Well, Joe, your line is over. Oh, that's skippy. Quiet, everybody, now. Hello? Well, call me the minute they're through, operator. I can't imagine why Skippy is talking so long. Maybe it's hard for him to hang up, huh? On account of the phone is under the bed. His phone is under the bed? Yes. Well, you see, it's a Murphy bed, and he doesn't want Murphy to hear his conversation. Look, Gracie, instead of spending all your Mr. time... Mr. Burns, I have wonderful news. I spoke to Professor Thorndike, and he was so interested in the case that he's coming right over here. I guess that's quite an honor, isn't what it? What an honor. You see, he'll watch Miss Allen's mind and see what makes it tick. But suppose it doesn't tick. No ticky, no watchy. <laughs> I hope Thorndike gets here before it's too late. <gasps> oh, that must be Skippy. Hello? Gladstone 1131 is still busy. Well, keep trying, please. Gracie, will you stop with those silly phone calls? I can't imagine why Skippy's line is so busy. That's his private number, too. Oh, there's Professor Thorndike now. Mr. Burns, would you mind opening the door? <laughs> Me open the door? But you're the sound man. Please, Mr. Burns, just this once. Professor Thorndike must never know that I, the winner of the Harvard Scientific Research Scholarship... Do that for a living. Well, all right. Come in. Good evening, Elliot, my boy. Good evening. Folks, this is Professor Thorndike, the famous psychiatrist. Oh, glad to meet you, Professor. Pull up a brain and sit down. Quiet, quiet. Say, Professor, you're pretty. <clears throat> you, uh, you like men, I gather. No, I like men, I gather. <laughs> So this is the patient. You guessed it. Professor, you see she has strange mental quirks. Uh, Miss Allen, do you have any inhibitions, phobias, or fixations? No, but I can let you have a Chesterfield. 
Well, Professor, how have you been? Miss Allen, do you sleep well? Oh, no, no. Last night I couldn't sleep at all. All night long there was a fly on my nose. Why didn't you brush the fly off? What for? It wasn't dusty. (laughs) This is the strangest case I've ever seen. There's only one man in this country who can cope with this case. And uh, who, who who do you mean, Professor? I mean Dr. Hugo Friedlander, the world-famous psychologist. Not the Dr. Friedlander who was honored by the Medical Society last week. Yes, yes, he's the only one who can help us. I'll call him immediately. Operator. Operator. Get me Gladstone 1131. Oh, that's Skippy. Well, tell him to bring his toupee and we'll gather some more seashells. Well, that's all I want. <laughs> Give your family Spam and Eggs for breakfast. Fry slices of Spam quickly in a hot pan and serve with eggs sunny side up. The meaty flavor, the grand taste of juicy, tender fried Spam makes a hit with everybody. Try it tomorrow. Ask your food dealer for the original, the one and only Spam, the meat of many uses that outsells all the other 50 brands combined. Thank you, bud. Well, Gracie, say goodnight. Oh, goodnight. Say, George, I didn't know Skippy was such a great scientist. Well, sure. He once wrote a 50,000-word article on a man's spinal column. Really? How did he get it in a typewriter? Good night, folks. Good night. Friends, we want to take this moment to remind you that in all parts of the country, community fund campaigns are underway, a most worthwhile cause. And one of the ways we can show that we are grateful Americans. Give, give generously to your local community chest. Join us again next week, same time, same station, for another Burns and Allen show brought to you by Hormel and Spam. Have you tried Hormel Chili Con Carne? You may think you don't like chili, but chili con carne the way Hormel makes it is different and everybody likes it. Double your money back if you don't like it. Try Hormel chili con carne tomorrow. This is the National Broadcasting Company. Yeah, there you have it. (laughs) Burns and Allen with Artie Shaw, 1940, pre-World War II radio. Yes, they sold a lot of spam back then. And Hormel still sends a lot, sells a lot of chili uh, to this day. Uh, Artie Shaw, he did that gig with Burns and Allen for a couple of years, and then he went out. Well, the rest is history. He went out to become a big band leader, big recording artist. Married Lana Turner, and uh, you know, uh, yeah. So there you have it, big old time radio, and I want to thank. OldTimeRadioComedy.com for that uh, clip. And, uh, well, here's just a little more Hardy Shaw. Why not? Here you go, sweetheart. This is for my girl with the crimson hair.
Johnny's Secret Aims by Lita Kranz. <clears throat> oh, yeah, he's got that poem about the dreadnought with the bicuspid canafran. You're wrong, gentlemen. It's strictly a case of Ratchet and Pippet. A 10th century, Rasbanya Shatepinifuchi at Kirimania Karanji. Come in. <laughs> That's right, you guessed it. It's time for another Daddy G sing along. Whee! That's right, you know the words, you know the drill. Everybody sing. Wait a minute. <laughs> I can't pull up the. up the file. Welcome to Clunky Radio, ladies and gentlemen. I can't pull up the file. So I'm going to play. Let me play another one. Yeah, this one. Sing along with this one. Oh, 
I am fun. <laughs> so here are the puppy sisters again paired with Real Tuesday Well.
And I first met you, you were carino A gentle fellow, real Valentino But love's tender caress just turned into a mess You hit the screen and suddenly you're mad But if you got that girls like to be treated Like in a spy game where only boys are watching I thought you'd show my tax on having ladies hacked You gotta stop boy googling me Seek, 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 seek all about me Seek, seek, seek to know you like me Think, think, think about what you do About Michelle, you must be well, stop googling me She wants to keep secreted The kind that never ever should be treated The shy guy that you wear is now a geek nightmare I ask you please stop googling me I bet my share of betraying and cheating I'm in for real world support and fantasizing They still make sure no eyes are watching in disguise You better stop boy googling me
too much. Oh, I'm too much, baby.
wanna play for you Ain't nothing to it and it's easy to do Call the Callaway today The Callaway today Music with the boogie beat is a little ditty that's a really alright. It's the Callaway Boogie, Callaway Boogie, Callaway Boogie. Callaway Boogie. Callaway Boogie. Keeps you moving 24 hours a day. I with the blues the other day. The guys started swinging and they blew them away with the Callaway Boogie, Callaway Boogie. Waltz's bebop and job. That's the kind of music gonna keep you alive. It's the Callaway Boogie. Callaway Boogie. Gets you grooving 24 hours a day. Yeah. Listen up, Jack, here's the way it goes. Hadi, 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 hadi. Hadi, 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 hadi. Hadi, 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 hadi. Hadi, hadi, hadi,
been to all kinds of places, been to every old foreign land. Ain't a man alive, shuck and jive, better than granddad can, uh uh-uh. All the good times that he had, even when the times were sad, was good enough for granddad. Let's keep, let's keep those hot e d'oeuvres around because I'm in swing food mood.
we got Tape 5 doing the catering so far with the swing food mood. And how about a Disney Don't sound good. How about some beads and...
crunchy, crunchy potato chips. Crunch, crunchy, crunchy. A crunch, crunch, crunch. I don't want no lunch. All I want is potato chips. Potato chips. How my mouth does dip. Potato chips. Crunchy, 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 crunchy. Don't bring me no lunch. All I want is potato chips. No matter where it is, you'll find a bag around. I could be even in a bar, a picnic, a baseball ground. It doesn't matter. Oh, those potato, potato chips. Potato, potato, a chippy chip. Oh, crunch, crunch. Don't want no lunch. All I want is potato chips. My dear, sweet girl with the crimson hair, my lovely wife, Brenda Joe, and thank you to Denise in PA. She showed up for the sh- and stayed for the whole party. 
Very cool. Welcome to the grotto. Our play, Ford Prefect. Number 272 remains cognito, which is down the road from Communicata, which must be up at there in Alaska, near my dear sister, Pink Warrior 218. Uh, I hope you're putting everything together after the earthquake, and uh, we're sending Alaska and all the surrounding area our prayers. And, of course, our professor, R.J. Gumby. Thanks, everybody. This is the last call for e-cocktails, but don't worry about cleaning up. Starzan's got that completely handled. Have a happy and safe remainder of the weekend. Stay warm, everybody. And remember, I love you some y'all. Good night, everyone.
Did you ever dream? I have never dreamed. Dreamed a night like this. 